Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. You're listening to the Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. This is Paul Hawksby. And Andy Jacobs. And this is the H&J Daily with some of the best bits of this afternoon's show. Well, um, we were joined by Simon Day, actor and comedian. On good form, a yeah. sports fan. Far right. show, King Gary, Tottenham fan, loves his boxing. We covered all of that with him. And uh, he told us about his new creation, which he's been uh, used to. And be. Martin Kellner was literally trawling through this week's he sport. He was, literally. You'd be here. surprised when he came up with and argued was sport on TV this week. Mike Ward gave us the non-sporting telly, the uh, resident Brighton fan and star TV columnist. We had a bit of a chat. We did. Here it all is. <laughs> Good afternoon, everyone. Good afternoon, Andy. You're like Spurs. You've got a proper manager now. I've just, yeah. I've seen and uh, I had a look at Conte's record mm-hmm. for Chelsea and what he did. It was it was really remarkable. After losing that game 3-0 and changing the system, they won 13 games in a row. Yeah. They then lost to Spurs. Mm-hmm. They then went 14 more games unbeaten, lost the game, and then they won their last seven games to take the title. I mean, it was phenomenal, absolutely phenomenal. I do think, though, this is his hardest job yet. Because when he came here, there really was only City, you know, and the Liverpool and United were, were good, but not like they are now. Now there are three very strong teams. Yeah. There are three other very good teams, and then there's Spurs. So it's going to be difficult, And but he's just got such a great track record, and you just know that... I, I definitely think that Spurs are going to finish above United. Oh. And uh, I bet Ole's delighted that Conte got the job. Yeah. But really, I think United... I think they've made a massive error there. Massive well, error. Good was, for Spurs, but It wasn't massive. particularly convincing. I mean, you know, I think one... I think it was uh, Mike McGrath mm. in The Telegraph said they won the game... It, uh, in you know, in spite of Solskjaer, not because of him. No, really. Well, when you've got Ronaldo, it's just remarkable. He's incredible. You just knew when he got the ball at the end, even though he was a bit lucky the way it came back to him. There was such determination. Yeah, there. just the way he is. He's, his will, you know, is incredible. Yeah, and, both uh, lovely goals, weren't they? The first goal yeah. was cracking, brilliant by Bruno Fernandes. And uh, your boys won. And yes. yeah, sure. I know you've. He's not really uh, happened for him at Chelsea, is it? He's had injuries and he's yeah, had a bit of I think that's luck. the problem. Every time he looks good, he gets injured. That's yeah. happened every single time to him. And uh, Tuchel's saying still struggling a bit. Tuchel's been hard on Hudson-Odoi, but yeah. blimey, he's doing him good because he's really starting to He was quite hard on Loftus-Cheek yesterday, wasn't he? He said, after yeah. 15 minutes, I wondered if I'd made a mistake starting Well, I him. think he detects that both those players, both players are the same. They're both 
grew up knowing they were great and they have a kind of attitude about them that ha they have to lose. And if, if they concentrate and do what he wants, yeah. they're going to be great. There's no question about it. And, it must uh, be quite hard. I mean, you, you think this, it must be quite hard as a kid to keep humble. You know, you start off as the best kid in your school, then yeah, the best sure. kid in your club, and you get picked up by one of the best academies in the world, which have been very mm. successful in Chelsea or City or wherever it is. You get picked up and it's, you're kind of fated, aren't you, from the age of about... 11, 12, yeah. everybody's telling you're going to be one of the top players in the country, you're going to be playing in the first team. And to keep your feet on the ground completely, it can't be easy. No, I but he's think. good for that. He's really good like that. So, But it was a bit like last year, 23 shots and one goal. You know, That's why they need Lukaku to, you know... Come, you know, his proper form. Yeah, but we'll see. David De Gea, David De Gea, rather was Weetabixed. You know, I've looked, I've looked extensively for that advert on YouTube. You can't find it, but it definitely happened. Right, it was an old advert that, that where and the goalie dived over it, and it became an expression there. Yeah, that if you dived over the ball like that, you will, you know, Tim Crawl Weetabix the other day. Yeah, Weetabix save. That's so it. So most adverts you can find, Andy. How long ago was this advert? Can oh, yeah. you remember? Oh, yeah, it has to have been in the 70s, I reckon. So keep a, can, can you remember the context of the keepers? It was like a Sunday morning match or yeah, something? Yeah, something like that. Yeah, I don't remember. I only remember that and it becoming an expression. But right. I never used it. must be, was it just yeah. round your way? That people yeah, were Weetabixed. Have you heard <laughs> oh, yeah. that term before? <laughs> keeper jumps, at, keeper dives over the ball, he's been <laughs> Weetabixed. I noticed last night, though, there was a stadium full of... Because in Italy, you have to be fully vaccinated to go to a game. Yeah. So there was a stadium full of double-vaxxed people. They were all fine. They are all enjoying the match. They weren't transmitting 5G or indeed magnets. They seemed fine to me. <laughs> yeah, that's very good. It's incredible, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. It's mad. Uh, Nigel Adley, uh, yeah. our, our fine commentator here on TalkSport. We didn't get round to this yesterday, myself and Charlie. Things got a bit busy, but I thought we might ask the listeners the question today. And uh, because uh, Dominic Calvert-Lewin was on um, Monday Night Football, much to the much to the annoyance of Mike Parry. Did you see Mike Parry? No. Why? He was saying, why is he in the studio? Why is he not constantly having physio we to return to the team? have physio in the evening. <laughs> <laughs> Mike sees him basically living with a physio, being constantly manipulated. But he did he got, a bit of a, got a bit of a strop on, he did. But anyway, um, the suit, we said, was a bit like um, something from Back to the Future, wasn't it? Marty McFly's dad's suit. But... Um, apart from that, mm. Nigel Adley said, I remember first seeing Dominic Calvert-Lewin scoring a last-minute winner for Northampton against Northwich Victoria with a pub on fire behind one of the goal goals. Oh, he I says, remember that. Yeah. yeah that he, famous he says, bit of yeah, footage. Don't get that in the Premier League. And uh, Nigel uh, sort of DM'd me an actual picture. And sure enough, there's just the match going on. And uh, apparently everybody was OK, thankfully. But, the, yeah, there's a pub on fire. <laughs> no, I remember it. I in remember, the background. I remember, seeing, I remember saw yeah. it last week. But there I remember it seeing, yeah, yeah. 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 There's another one through. as well. well yeah. Actually, another game where there's a fire <clears> in the corner. As so well. sometimes you're trying to concentrate on the match. Yeah. But um, or any sporting event, and there's something going on in the background. So if you want to add to the list uh, this afternoon to build on Nigel's pub fire uh, during that match, then do let us know. The stuff that kind of took your eye... Uh, we saw, that was it, the Cambridge United game the other day, SpongeBob SquarePants was being helped into his seat by stewards. I mean, that would take your eye. If you're trying to watch the match and you see SpongeBob being led to his How seat by the stewards. He, he must need yeah. a couple, really. <laughs> Last night the, in the Atalanta game, the VAR was a man called Bastian Danke. I think that was his name, anyway. And Danke is the uh, is German for thank you. It is. And can I thank him for two minutes of my life? I'll never get back. <laughs> How could he take so long? I, I, it's embarrassing. Yeah. I think you should never allowed to be a VAR again if, the, if that takes you two minutes and 23 to see that uh, 
what his name Zapata, was onside. Yeah. Honestly, ridiculous. Uh, congratulations. I found a sporting one in the court circular today. Oh, yeah. Uh, Mr. N.R.T. Gubbins and Miss C.E.H. Fraser. And I thought, well, I bet that's, that's um, what's his name? Nick Gubbins, who plays for Middlesex. Is it? It is. I looked it up. He is N.R.T. Gubbins. Oh, marvellous. Yeah, congratulations congratulations. To, to Nick Gubbins. He's married yeah. Giles Fraser's daughter, who's a journalist and vicar, I think. Okay. Priest. Yeah. Okay, fair enough. Well, look, great well news, made. Andy. This, uh, yeah. Maybe they'll send us a bit of cake now. That well, you know, I also found the Duke of Kent uh, held a reception for the Institute for People-Centred Artificial Intelligence. And the only reason he did it, he thought the people from Hawkeye were coming. Yeah. <laughs> everything's got to be tennis. <laughs> so talksport.com, oh, yes. text 81089, tweet TSH&J. Um, yes, Andy, what else have I've got, got news from Lebanon. Oh, okay. The country's oldest newspaper, the Daily Star. It's closed. What's the letters page like? <laughs> it's Star Texters. Yeah. I love it. And Lebanese weather scare stories. <laughs> Fantastic. <laughs> it's going to be colder than London today. Killer be... jellyf- jellyfish in the Bay of Beirut. Or yes, it probably, it may well be. <laughs> Tremendous. Sad news. Anyway, that breaking news, the last 15 minutes, uh, you may have seen uh, Guillaume Balaguet had, had, had got wind of this last night, that uh, he was saying, um, Guillaume, was uh, that the slightly scattergun approach of the recruitment, mm. the fact that uh, Newcastle were looking at Unai Emery and Eddie Howe, two very different managers with very different backgrounds, yeah. was a red flag to him, amongst other things, because it doesn't really sort of smack of a very clear route and the kind of manager you want to do the job. Mm. So... Maybe Eddie Howe's completely in the box seat. Maybe the search continues. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a T-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your health care. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast from TalkSport. Now, before we chat to uh, the uh, comedian actor, you've seen him, of course, in The Far Show and in King Gary more recently, Simon yeah, Day. Yeah. We're going to play a little clip 
Um, it took some finding because it, it's 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 not one for the kids. Uh, it's uh, he's been working uh, on social media, Simon, with a, uh, the builder. Little scenarios. Well, he's a builder, you know. He is. Yeah, he's a builder, and you you know you, it's it's uh, industrial language, as I believe they call it in football. <laughs> they do. And uh, you you see Simon as the builder on the phone, having a one way conversation with uh, with various people in the trade. And uh, we, we, yeah, we've, we've cleaned this up slightly, but we give you a little flavour of one now before we chat to Simon. And my pal Kevin's turning up with the cement and he's going to pipe the cement through the window straight onto the floor and you've got to level it. Huh? No, well, you need a screed, but we ain't got one. Well, you best being will be a plate compactor. We ain't got one of them either. So you have to find something to use, like a, a trowel or oh, a knife. What about a bit of 4 by 2 I don't know, go out in the street one of the other houses and ask a builder or ask him for a screed, whatever. You've got a flat net, completely flat. No dents in it and don't write anything in it either or draw any in the concrete. Yeah. I'll tell you what you can use. Go in the van, there's a Guinness Book of Records, 1998. Use that. A book, a book. A book is like a big cardboard thing with pages in it with words on. Use that. Yes, just flatten it out. It don't matter if you ruin the book. I bought it for you anyway. Well, I did buy it for you, but I wanted you to read it, but your generation don't read, does it? <laughs> good, good afternoon, Simon. <laughs> afternoon, guys. Yeah, it sounds like you had uh, you had fun. You've had fun doing it. You have quite a lot of knowledge. I, I mean, was did... going to say, were you yeah. ever a builder? It's very technical. <laughs> no, I was built. I was a labourer for years in the eighties mm. when it was just very, you know, and I, I was terrible. But you know, there was so much building work going about. You could sort of hang around on building firms and collect your money without really doing anything serious. Although yeah. I did, I did cut through some pipes once. Oh. <laughs> yeah. I usually, you know, I studied people and, and at that time I, I sort of studied that, you know, the builders because there were, there were great characters there and it was a lot of fun and, you know, it was, it was very interesting, although it was hard work and, in the winter, it was not as much fun as the summer, obviously. No, exactly. I imagine quite a few builders have been in touch on social media saying, oh, yeah, that's happened to me, or I've tried to pull that one. There's a lovely one you do where a chimney breast, not not wanting to take the chimney breast out because you can't, <laughs> really putting you off of it, and the special glove that you put, I mean, it's just, there's a lot <laughs> oh, of that. That was just ridiculous. I yeah. just saw that on the floor. <laughs> yeah. But, I mean, it's either people who, who are builders or mm. who go, look at this, Jace, who, who are, you know, people... Working class people, that, that phrase is sort of kind of doesn't really exist anymore. Or it's mums, mm. middle class mums really going, yes, my God, this man is in my house now. <laughs> and um, I actually, I got a message. I, I don't really know much about Instagram, but I've got these messages suddenly, all these requests coming up. And one of them was a mum saying, you know, I've had to take out a court order against this man. You know, he, he's ruined my life. And he ripped out all the lead piping and put plastic in and said the lead pipe is a drink for the boys <laughs> <laughs> it's not really funny but it's you know i think people do you know get terrorized but majority of builders are great and very good at what they do and they're always working but yeah. if you find a bloke who's available the next day and he's quite expensive <laughs> that'll be a bad builder yeah i think people have got they probably have got a million builder stories oh, over yeah. the years are you are, are these improvised some I mean, you've got a kind of rough idea where you're going with them are you kind of writing these before you perform them yeah I, i've started writing them as, as people have paid more attention to them but the first one i was just literally in the bedroom and i thought that i bought a little tripod for my iphone because i i did a gig you know i did a couple of gigs in in lockdown and i thought that would be quite good if i got it really high and pretended i was looking at a roof because 
they do have this strange thing, builders, of sort of talking for ages without really committing to any yeah. <laughs> to any sort of work or, or appearing to know what they're talking about. Going, you know, I mean, I don't know until I get up in there and all that. Yeah. <laughs> and it came from that, and it got like four hundred thousand views. So I thought, well, I better carry on with this. Yeah. Um, but now I've got to start writing them properly because obviously otherwise it will drop off. The quality will drop off, like the building work, you know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's a lovely way to create content. A lovely yeah. simple way, isn't it? You've bought a little cheap tripod, you stick your phone yeah. in there and, and you you can perform it. No commissioning editors, no one jumping through hoops. We've been no. we've been with you through that process. So mm. this is nice oh, yeah. and instantly. Exactly. Isn't and, it? And, yeah. And you sort of, you, you, you know, you hate, you just tell your kids not to go on social media and say, what are you on now? And Snapchat and all this. But actually, you start to think about it. It's kind of a punk sensibility, isn't it? Mm. I mean, there's my friend Alistair Al Stick, you know, who, who supported me. He didn't really, he was really funny, but he didn't enjoy doing stand-up. He hated it. He didn't enjoy doing a gig. And he's just started doing these films and he's got like 100,000 followers. He now does, he shows them in the cinema, you know, and people come on to watch them. So I think it's a very interesting medium you know um and we mustn't knock it much as i do knock it most of the time no. but then you do sort of you look at your film and go yeah it's got so many views that's because it's great and it's well written and then you see you like a man falling into a well it's got 12 minutes <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah exactly <laughs> it's, true. it's yeah, very yeah, very yeah, true. true i have to say I, I loved your performance in king gary and i thought that the the last two episodes of the wedding were absolute classic television brilliant probably not acclaimed enough i don't think no i, I you know it it's really down to Tom and James that because they, you know, they were sort of asked, do you, do you want to do a BBC One sitcom, which is very hard to do. I mean, it's not something I could ever write because it, it takes, you've got to have heart and you've got to, you can't make it too dark or too whatever. And it's always very criticised, but they, they really have got a good idea of what people want in terms of the relationship, you know, between Laura and Tom running right through it, building up to the wedding. And there is a lot of heart in it. I think I think you need that for, for a BBC One sitcom, as well as it being funny. And it's very it's very detailed about those people in terms of the, the language and the lives they lead. And people who like it really love it. Mm, yeah. You it's, know, because they, they sort of recognise those people themselves. Mm. Well, I, think, I, I, I just wonder if I, this may, you know, even the builder might spawn a sitcom. You know, you're, you're coming up with characters that we never see, plus your character at the heart of it, and, you know, sort of ensemble things with sort of rough diamond mm. builders. If you look at Alfida's same bet, they've, we've not had one for a while, and they tend to do very well. No, I don't, don't worry. I've, I've, <laughs> I've been thinking that. <laughs> um, and I know how to develop it. I mean, it is, you are, it's funny. Once you start doing it and you think, oh, he's got a wife and he's got, you know, someone yeah. works with him and he's got a son, you can't have all those people. Um, when you're doing it yourself, and it, that, that's how you have to go, obviously, and, and flesh it out and, and talk to some yeah. commissioning person about it. But um, there is a funny yeah, one there, Simon. There was a funny one you did of uh, you talking to your mate in the car, where uh, you, the, the, the missus is giving you a thirty-point list of why she wants a divorce, which is very funny as well. <laughs> <laughs> very detailed. Yeah, I, mean, I always find that you're sort of you, can, you know you're in the house and you sort of get the hump and say, you know, I've done this today. Then they suddenly say, yeah, but you also did this, 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 and you actually yeah, I'm going to be quiet. <laughs> A lockdown has been is a multifaceted thing, isn't it? It's been yeah. very good and very bad for our relationships. <laughs> Another thing you do on Twitter is comment about sport. I mean, you're a big sports fan, and boxing yes, and football it. and Tottenham especially. Yeah, so uh, yes. well, yeah, you kind of are. You a Spurs? Would you say you're a Spurs fan or not? I am a Spurs yeah, fan. Oh, you know, yeah, I, I, I I follow them. You know, I don't yeah. want to say I'm a diehard fan. Hmm. You know, but um, 
yeah, what a merry-go-round we're on now. And yeah. uh, I, I, I worry, I'm, I am a bit, you know, worryingly, I'm with Simon Jordan on quite a lot of things. Well, to snap out of that quickly. <laughs> <laughs> I know. But what he said, you know, yeah, he's great. He's a serial winner, blah, blah, blah. But can Daniel Levy change his DNA? Yeah. I.e., you know, Pep Guardiola's had a billion pounds to spend. Um mm. You know, can he sort of open the the coffers and open the the checkbook as they used to call it? And uh, I buy think some he has to, otherwise yeah. the, the, yeah, the, the yeah. bloke will go. He just won't he'll open about. it a bit. He just won't. You know, no. uh, he, he, yeah, I think won't be a, won't be a war won't chest. In, that won't happen say. initially. What happens with Conte always is. He builds the team up, yeah. and then he wants the reinforcements right. when he's won something. And he's right. He, Chelsea didn't yeah. back him. You've got to be honest about that. And, yeah. and, and basically, neither did Inter. No. So, but his demands are great. you know. But on the other hand, it depends what you want. Had Tottenham been pegged back, it would have been the first time in his career as a manager that any team <laughs> as he, he was in charge of had given up a three-goal yeah, lead. So what, a, what a start that would have been to his yeah. time what at Tottenham. What must have been going on in his head? Yeah, there's work cursing. to be done. But you know, watching that. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. He'll get the, he'll get that yeah. work done. I think he will. We'll have a quick word on the boxing. We've got um, Canelo, yeah. uh, Caleb Plant, haven't we? Which uh, is a proper old grudge match. You know, they really... I mean, you know, we've seen plenty of fights where they, you know, they're just selling tickets and they pretend they don't like each other. But these yeah. two don't like each other, do they? No, they don't. And um, it's quite an interesting fight. And a few, quite a few people are saying he's... I don't know much about Caleb Plant. Apparently he is an amazing... Boxer, he's a, you know he's very skillful, but I just think you know all it's, he's become like Floyd Mayweather, and they all they all have these different ideas of what they're going to do these boxers, and they just kind of get leveled out by him. Yeah, and I was talking to Ricky Grover about him, and he said he's just so strong because hmm. Ricky Grover was saying Callum Smith is is absolutely brilliant boxer. He yeah. said he thought he was going to do something against him, but he said he just sort of nullified him and sort of kind of destroyed him really mentally yeah. and physically you know that's it, it's it, he's just so good Canelo he, keep, he fights regularly all the time super fit you know and he's just a very good boxer I think people think he's just brute strength and if Triple G could knock him over you know who else gonna yeah you're right he doesn't seem to wear people down it's mm. just the, the the punches over a, over the course of a fight he just wears people down physically doesn't he he's great to watch yeah. so should it be makes you grimace watching him doesn't it yeah <laughs> so it really uh, does yeah so are you going to be doing some more of these Simon yes the, the builders yes I'm doing some more I'm currently um, writing them I'm going to I'm going to try and knock up a half hour as well oh um, okay well that'd brilliant. be good yeah. fantastic and will you do that is that that's something you'll, you'll put out on, on social media in the same way yeah well, I, doubt, I, doubt, I don't know if I can put a half hour on social media. I barely know how to put out two minutes. <laughs> <laughs> it's taken every single bit of technical now, so I can assure you. Oh. <laughs> Just to place the camera and make the film. You know, I've, I've retired to my bed sweating and crying for hours afterwards. <laughs> well, good stuff. Uh, at Simon Day on Twitter. Is that is that the only place to see them at the moment? The little yeah, or films? Instagram. Instagram, okay. Day Boy Twenty Four. Can I just quickly say, Paul, before you go, and mm. I, I, I have to say this as a comedian. Yes. I was present in my car. Yes. When the klaxon went off with that guy reporting. Oh yes. <laughs> you. Uh, I was, and at first I thought no one else heard that, and I virtually crashed the car. I just burst out laughing. <laughs> he was kind of non plus, wasn't he? Didn't we really know what you were talking about? 
Yeah, we're gonna, when we I'll, heard it again, it was um, it wasn't as good the second time. I have to be said. No, it's so, time, it's just that first moment, isn't it? I mean, for those that have it, we're going to just try and find it if we can for you. The Martin Lipton uh, oh, claxon yeah, yeah, moment. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And was, what I thought was, isn't it fantastic that that that, that still works? The nineteen seventies, sixties, yeah. you know, the plank, whatever comedy, regardless yeah. of, of of how far we've come, it's still brilliantly funny. Yeah, it's the thing is, it was the it was the slight delay. Uh, after yes. Martin has finished speaking, and when you <laughs> you first hear the, the 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 old sort of comedy Trump sound, and it and it's and you the thing is it, you can imagine him you can imagine him lifting a cheek. It's got that it's, <laughs> exactly. It's got, nice delay. It's got that uh, feel to it. Um, so yeah. Okay, one more time then for uh, for old times sake. We'll we'll play it for those that haven't heard. It was just myself and Charlie chatting to uh, Martin Charlie, really Martin it. Lipton. So let's have a listen to this before we let Simon go. Yeah, I recognise there's there's lots of serious opposition. Basically, he got ambushed by not just UEFA and South America, but also Asia. And that was one of the... the, the... <laughs> it's, not, it's not bad about after I the 10th time. I think it may be the word ambushed. Yeah, it could be. <laughs> See, you can't write that stuff, can you? This is the trouble. Nope. Yeah. Nice one, Simon. All the best. Good to All talk right, to guys. you. Take care. Thanks very much. There we are, this uh, comedian and actor, Simon Day. Go and check out the little builder short films he's been doing. They've been, they're really good. They're really funny. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. Just a reminder that this time next Friday we'll be live uh, at the Cheltenham uh, Racecourse. We've not been there. So Paddy Beautiful. Power is sponsoring the, the mm. November meeting. And it's a countryside day. They normally get uh, Paddy involved in some sort of harebrained scheme. He's ridden camels there, <laughs> raced along the track. It's a sea of tweed. It is a sea of tweed, uh, yes. A lot of ruddy faces. There's all, oh, oh, a lot of that going on. And we're staying in different hotels to the staff. <laughs> they're yeah, not, they're not, not happy about it. Not our choice. <laughs> Um, they, did, but, they did say to me, would you like to stay in the same hotel? I won't name the hotel that yeah. they're staying in. I went, mm. no, you're all right. Yeah, good old Andy. He's, well, I can't now, you see. I, I, I would have... I, uh, I knew, I said to Jamie, yeah. Paul would have been quite happy to stay with you lot. Yeah, but no, Andy Andy wanted to be sort of kedgery for breakfast and be hand-fed grapes, apparently. So we're going to stay going to stay somewhere else from the team. We'll be uh, bunking, no, we'll down, bunking down with Lenny Henry. So, um, yeah, so we'll be... We'll be We'll be live next week okay. uh, from the Cheltenham Festival. A host of guests joining I was us. To subtly not name the hotel. Oh, and I didn't. I've got, <laughs> didn't I do that? Oh. We'll be, and we'll be. We'll also be um, bringing you some live racing with uh, Rupert Bell and Lizzie Kelly, who are a fine team. Lizzie, the former uh, jump jockey. So uh, that's all coming up uh, next Friday, live from Cheltenham. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast from Talk Sport. Yes, here he is with a week of sport on TV. It can only be the king of overnights, huge in Kuala Lumpur. It's, uh, it's Martin Kellner. Good afternoon, Martin. Good afternoon, Paul, and to your sidekick, Andy. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> My worthy <laughs> constituent. Yes. Colleague. Yeah. Excellent. Colleague. Excellent colleague. Friend and colleague. How, how dare he say that? Half of a, half of radio's top double A. <laughs> um, I know, it's, uh, it's a delight to be with you. Yeah. I thought I'd have a look at uh, Question of Sport this week, because a okay. few people have... Um, well, I've uh, not have... seen the reboot. I know Andy yes, has. I've, I've not it, watched any... Mike Ward's going had a comment about that in his column today as well. Mm. Did he? So, Did when he, he just well, basically called uh, Paddy McGuinness not as good as Sue Barker. 
Oh, okay, well, fair enough. That's, I, I, yeah, I think that's, uh, I think that's unfair. It's a different approach, honest. isn't it? It's I mean, a different approach. Yeah. I think we've reached the stage now where comedians, are, I mean, it's almost like a career path. You know, com- comedians will go on to something like uh, Who Do You Think You Are? And it turns out they're, they're related to Henry VIII. They yeah. all are, basically. <laughs> and uh, that, or they'll be on Celebrity MasterChef. And when you get to that position, as, as Paddy is, he's been on a couple of two or three of those shows, yeah. uh, you then never have to write another joke as long as you live because um basically you know you're a you're a, a lovable personality you know mm. you, you're relatable put it that way that's the yeah. word mm. that the young people use you're relatable and i think that's what they've replaced because sue barker was there for a long time and sue barker was uh, was very good at it and all that but i think it had outlived its usefulness mm. just about 25 years ago <laughs> uh so you know i don't think I, I never watched it for ages and ages and people tweeted me and said you should have a look at that presumably expecting i was going to hate it but i didn't i thought it was fine I I think Paddy's a good good presenter. Yeah. I used to like him on um, uh, Take Me Out. No likey, no likey. Oh, yes, yeah, yeah, of course. Very good show. It, it, it sounds great great show I've, not, I've not seen it, and I've seen it take a bit of heat, but that's often the case when mm. something's been an institution mm. and then you put in a new... But, you know, some of the people involved, with sort of Sam Quek's been on with us a few times. She's always yeah. very good. She's been She's good on good. telly. Paddy's a, a good lad. He's always very yeah. good to watch. So I've, I think I've, people I've, have complained about the lack of sport in it. I think oh, is that, is that yeah. one of the issues you well, found, Andy? I know, no, right? I, I haven't seen that much of it, to be oh, really okay. fair. Yeah. Oh, no, I didn't think that was a problem. They, they did a sort of guest the year feature, and it was 1978 or something, and you saw all the all the clips, just as you used to see the clips. Um, and I say, so Paddy's a likeable personality. He, he can also get very... What's good about Paddy is he manages to get very excited uh, about sort of minor personalities that are on the show with him, you know. Um, somebody who's uh, a record-breaker at 60... Um, 60 metres. Oh, right. You know, okay. Which is you know, sort of a minor thing, but, you know, somebody does taekwondo, that sort of thing. Mm. And he will announce them as if, you know, tonight we've got Marlon Brando and uh, <laughs> Lawrence Olivier. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> So, you know, well done. Well done, Paddy oh, McGuinness. And uh, because the thing about uh, Question of Sport, it was running for all, all that time, you know, yeah. Matt Dawson and Phil Tufnell and everything likeable enough uh, and it was just sort of there if you like then came League of Their Own on Sky We're obviously a much much bigger budget and, and funnier people and stuff uh, and then you had that thing on ITV that had um, Frank Lampard and uh, yeah. Bradley Bradley Walsh yeah because of the whistle yeah, place of the whistle. That's right. Because there's some sort of law nowadays that Bradley Walsh has to be in everything, <laughs> and uh, so you had all that. So you could see the competition there, and you could see it was a little bit h- higher energy than what mm. the BBC were doing. And I think Paddy fills the bill. I would say, okay. and uh, it's a sort of crime with no victims. You watched Fishtown, Martin? I don't oh, Fishtown! It's, no, it's not in the yeah. It's not French, re- is it? No, you really must watch Fishtown. It's mm. brilliant. Um, it's well, this it is sport. It is sport as well because this is episode five of this great series, Fishtown, mm-hmm. which is basically uh, the sort of narrative of what goes on in Brixham. Oh, okay. you know, Brixham down in and Devon, Devon yeah? Yeah. down in Devon, yeah. where you know it's still one of the few you know big fishing fleets left left in the UK, mm. uh, especially now the French are nicking our fish. Yeah. But um, coming over but, here, nicking our fish, but, yeah, <laughs> outrageous. But basically, 
I'm amazed. I'm amazed you've not covered this on uh, H&J because they have an annual trawler race. Oh, wow. You get, there's really? a fishing fleet, a 70-strong fishing fleet, and they go they go around the harbour. They do this... Uh, it's, it's a big day. It's the biggest day of the year. They go... It's a 17-mile race around the bay there uh, between Brixton, Paynton and Torquay. Mm. Uh, it takes two hours and ev- basically everybody gets slaughtered. They just get bluted. They do really? absolutely all day. You see them nine o'clock in the morning outside the harbourside mm. pubs. Lovely seeing that. Uh, and they're all um, they're all getting stuck in that early. But it Aren't is they a trawling while they're racing. No, they go, they go with the fact, but the, there are lots of scenes. In, if you're interested in trawling, which I am, there's, there's lots <laughs> who of scenes. In, I thought who it was a drag myself. Yeah, yeah oh, come on, Andy. Good. No, they, they, well, actually, they lower pots to catch whelks. Oh. There's, um, yeah, there's a lot of whelking goes on. <laughs> really? in, it is called whelking. A lot of it goes on in Brixham there. Um, too much winkling that goes on, or is it mainly not winkling? Not winkling, it's mainly welking rather than winkling. Okay. But um, you, they, you might be interested, who likes whelks? I know they're a bit of a thing in the East End. Friday night bit, in a pub, yeah. Super yeah. Cockle comes round with his big basket. I mean, <laughs> well, they used to. The man from Atlantis, yeah, <laughs> yeah we talked about that. Funny enough, I've never experienced no, it. I didn't <laughs> think so. You buy but a copy of the war they... cry, Andy. <laughs> you, yeah. What about a war cry? Geronimo. <laughs> oh, those days, marvellous. Yeah. Yeah. Always something for the teenagers here, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, there is. That's oh, right. Yes, take people back. Yeah. We're getting yes. a thousand yard stare from the well, gallery. Me, there. I don't know. Are means. you really? Yeah, are, well, yeah, yeah. let me tell you a bit more about Welks <laughs> well, as you get to the thousand well, yard yeah, stare. I, 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 we haven't got a great deal of time, so bear that in mind. If, <laughs> I as will you, bear as that you in enter mind. into your Welk chat. S- simply, all I'm going to say about Welks is the Welkers, and they are called the Welkers, <laughs> are looked down upon by some of the other uh, trawlmen there. And the, the trawler race, the annual trawler race, uh, which is a matter of pride, gives them a chance to sort of get their own back uh, a bit on this. And they take their family and everything uh, with them. Wow. Um, well, yeah, so you get like... It's on Sky, people. Martin, isn't it? Is this right? Is it this is on Sky. Sky it's on Sky, Sky Documentaries. It's a series. Mm. They're up to about episode five or six at the moment. Okay. Uh, it's a ten-part series. Um, but it's really good. It's got a great commentary in it. It's like, do you know that thing, there's uh, another one for the teenagers, uh, Mail Train, a very famous British documentary yeah. from the forties. Uh, John Betjeman <laughs> wrote the script. Oh yes, I've seen John it. Yeah, through the oh, everybody's seen it. It's, mm. uh, it's like that. They have a, po- a poetic uh, commentary. So the guys right. doing poetry over this um, wow. all this fishing well, sport that's on at the moment. Yeah, exactly. It's and he's trawler, he's racing. trawler racing. It's a World Live Cup on. Trawler racing from <laughs> Brixham. Uh, it's episode six. <laughs> if you want to home in on that particular one, and watching the Whale King. It's absolutely. Uh, and in it, also a local toy shop owner has to make a difficult decision. So there's a little that might, taste that's of a different. Boy. Yeah, I, I think, think that's that, a different episode. Well, not according to my sources. <laughs> oh, anyway, right, yeah. uh, very quickly, right, uh, yeah. we're virtually out of time, but you did watch uh, <laughs> an absolutely sensational documentary on the subject of cricket. Um, so just tell us about that briefly. Yes, I will. It's called Fire in Babylon. Oh, it's yeah. uh, directed by a guy called Stephen Riley. It is just superb, and if you're at all interested... In um, the history of the islands, you know, the, of the West Indies and uh, what cricket meant to them in the 70s and 80s. I thought I'd watch this because I saw that other thing, You Guys Are History, which I mentioned a couple of weeks ago, which is about uh, black British uh, cricketers. This is obviously what it meant. And, you know, the historical aspect of it is there as well. Bunny Whalers in it, you know, mm, from... Yeah. Uh, from uh, Bob Marley and the Whalers, and also uh, there's another guy who's absolutely brilliant, who's a historian, and also uh, Frank I, 
Marley, he's called, mm. just the letter I. Bob, Bob Marley right. and the Trawlers. <laughs> Bob Marley and the Trawlers. No, See, right. it, all, it all fits in. It all fits <laughs> in. But as I've often said, you know, there has been a lot of football on, but, you know, a football match is a football match. Yeah. And I know you you watch all the football. You're giving, us the, football, you're giving us the other stuff, Martin. Yeah, it's, no, yeah, it's right. Yeah, so it's you, so you, right. you yeah. very rarely do anything about whelks or indeed cuttlefish. <laughs> I've got a load I could say about cuttlefish, but I won't. Save it for your own show. Lead on cuttlefish at 1am, Martin. So not off. I will do. Brilliant. A lot okay. Of budgies listening. We'll hear. Yes. Yeah, we'll, all the budgies will be lovely. Yeah. A lot of budgies listening. Well, maybe budgie TV. We're talking dog TV later. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. thank you, Martin. Um, he's back at one a.m. overnight. budgie TV. It is tonight <laughs> and tomorrow night. Um, and uh, yeah, it'll bring you uh, all the latest in the world of cuttlefish. And um, the great thing about Fire in Babylon, you have some fairly great battling and some fearsome bowling from the likes oh, of yeah. uh, Michael Holding and Andy Roberts, etc. It's a fantastic documentary, and uh, Joel Garner, etc. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. <laughs> India eight without loss uh, just got underway, um, but we're going to look at the non-sporting telly uh, now this weekend yes. with Brighton and Hove Albion supporting Mike Ward. Good afternoon, Mike. Good afternoon, guys. Will you get to the game this weekend? Oh, I should think so. Yeah, yeah. It's on. Mm-hmm. It's on. Newcastle. Yeah. Great yeah. result last week. Yeah, yeah. Very good. Well, result. yeah. Although <laughs> I have to say, I didn't. I wasn't there. I was just watching the uh, the, the, the Sky uh, Soccer Saturday when it, when it was looked like it was three nil. Mm. I just picked up the remote and switched it off. Ah, ye of little faith, yes. <laughs> I believe in your lads. <laughs> no, I did. I just thought, oh, well, it's a way to Liverpool. I think there's a certain degree of belief. And then I just thought, well, that's just, that's yeah, inevitable now, isn't it? It did yeah. look all right. So, we're going to kick off with Robbie Savage making Macclesfield FC. Yeah, this is a new thing on um, BBC iPlayer. Mm. Uh, just arrived there today. Um, obviously, uh, Robbie Savage, not everyone's cup of tea. He's built a career out of being not everyone's cup of tea. Is fair enough, but he's he was um, uh, brought in to the newly formed Macclesfield uh, FC mm-hmm. when it was formed uh, just over a year ago, uh, rising from the ashes of uh, of uh, Macclesfield Town, uh, coming in as director of football. So this is this is um, the story of the attempt to, to create a community football club from scratch. The old club having died sadly, um, mm-hmm. with no players, no staff. No league to play in, mm. and Robbie's role, a prominent role as director of football, uh, it's it's got obviously got a lot of echoes of the um, the Gary Neville Salford City um, mm. story, etc. How are you a director of football when there's no football? Well, <laughs> there you go, because you're Robbie Savage. Um, so, <laughs> but it's 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 a it's a great story because obviously yeah. it's another reminder of the real significance of of football clubs to a community and True. how it just you know people were distraught and it meant so much. So you get to meet a lot of the fans and how how it affected them and then you see Robbie coming in and obviously technically as a director of football it, you're kind of meant to take a bit of a back seat and, mm. and, and take an overview while your, your team manager and uh, assistant do the, the day-to-day work but as as people will see when they watch it Robbie can't quite resist getting a little bit more directly involved shall yeah, we say okay well, sounds good uh, making Macclesfield FC on the iPlayer from today tomorrow night uh, Wurzel yeah. Gummidge I say yeah. it returns it's a one-off mm. it's not a series, this is it? looks like a, a amazing uh, performance by Toby Jones. Yeah, Toby yeah, he Jones. He plays most just... of the other parts that Mackenzie Crook doesn't. I Toby think. Jones is just one of those guys, isn't it? That whatever you put him in, he can play the most sort of sweetly innocent character mm. or or the most sinister character. And 
it's entirely plausible and he almost doesn't have to change too much you know there's something he doesn't have to force it either way uh so in this particular one he's he's a he's a guest mm. star uh it's a it's a bonfire night themed episode a one-off special 5:45 tomorrow afternoon on bbc one and he plays all the members of the bonfire night committee oh. um paul k plays uh, Guy Fawkes, uh, oh. spelt differently, but Guy Fawkes effectively. Uh, it feels like the role he was always destined for, doesn't it? You could just see Paul, Paul Kay <laughs> yeah. playing Guy Fawkes. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the story is that he arrives in the village destined to go on the top of the bonfire, but he tries to persuade Wurzel to take his place. Dot, mm. dot, dot. Good cast. It's actually yeah, a very good. good cast. Yeah. yeah, OK. So it's going to be a series, you think? You sit, you sit, you well, sit, we've had a couple of that. I think they do them as one-off episodes, so oh, there, okay. will be, there will be yeah, others it's, coming it's along. This next something. one. Isn't this just coast? Yeah, that's exactly what I was going to say. Beach on say. Channel 4. <laughs> yeah, I mean, the only difference with this, Britain by Beach, Channel 4, uh, 10 past 8 tomorrow night, Anita Rani travels across the country to discover the secret history of Britain's beaches, open quotes, full of extraordinary hidden stories. That's not what I say when I walk down to Brighton Beach. <laughs> oh, it's full of extraordinary hidden stories. <laughs> it's full it's of a nice but... holiday for Anita. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so she starts off in Devon, and there's lots of sort of historical things, there's wartime stories yeah. and something, etc. But as you say, it's, it, it's just another series of people going around the, but they're missing out mm. the coastal paths so it's just the beach this time okay. they're not doing the, the sort of trekking along the cliff tops or anything too strenuous you're going to be watching dog tv when it starts oh up? god yeah absolutely yeah. dog yeah. tv uh, it's not dog uh, owner tv it's dog tv for yeah. dogs um are scientifically tested tv mm. programs to help dogs with separation anxiety loneliness and stress so when your owners go out put dog tv on yes and, uh, they get dog chase I- uh, dog pointless. They get all of them. <laughs> dog, dog countdown with dog the two ca- dog the count. new presenters arguing like mad with the with the woman who does the. Oh, letters. okay. Oh, yeah. Look at that bit of satire Andy's bringing in as well. <laughs> can so. I just mention Show Trial on Sunday because we didn't. You can. I haven't watched it yet. We're oh, it's good. Do you like it? Yeah, oh, I liked it. Okay, Very right. Good. We're getting the listeners to catch up. Uh, but yeah, look out. We'll expect a full report on Dog TV when it launches. I've done a classical playlist for my dog. Actually, I haven't used it because we don't we don't dare leave her alone anymore. We just take her everywhere, literally everywhere. <laughs> really? So. It's a, because she just howls the street down otherwise. But yeah, it'd be uh, a was... lifeline for you, this, couldn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, cl- Sunday night, another yeah. IT, no, it's Channel 4 drama, this. Yes, uh, it is. Yeah. Christopher Eccleston is in close to me. What's this about? Yeah, it, it does feel, it's got a certain ITV feel mm. to it, but mm. it's um, it's about a woman who um, suffers a, a, a brain injury. So mm. the story starts right in the very opening episode. We find her at the bottom mm. of the stairs, blood yeah. gushing from a head wound. Turns out she's barely conscious. And the story is that she has lost all memory of the last 12 months wow. which to me would be a wow. blessing to be perfectly honest but, but you know <laughs> in her particular case yeah. um, she's got no idea of family events you know tiny details big details it's all a complete blank to her we don't quite know why and we don't quite know what it is that's happened but it sounds like some of the stuff that's happened in that 12 months is you know paints a sort of less than flattering picture of her marriage to Christopher Eccleston's character etc yeah. and we don't quite know why what his agenda is is he deliberately keeping stuff from her is it to his advantage that she's forgotten we don't know so it's a slow burner but yeah it looks really promising I could have done with a little four month tumble during the Nuno uh, era that, 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 that wouldn't upset me back too much now we all like well we all like sharks oh I don't unless we're in the water <coughs> it's always shark week somewhere isn't it um, <laughs> and it's shark week on Sky Nature with well, uh, Steve Baxel Steve Baxel yeah 8 o'clock on uh, Sunday nights his new series Backley. 
But but <laughs> it's not Shark Week was not Sharks with Steve Backley. That would be odd. That I'm just I mean, it, it's, it's, I mean, you don't even you don't even frame javelins, do you? Really? Endangered <laughs> no. species. Really. <laughs> that was, I imagine him getting the call, and it took yeah. way too late in the process before they realised they got the wrong guy. Oh, right. back sure you asked us to get. <laughs> We've already made two episodes. To get out of the water, then. <laughs> we can't waste. I wonder why he bought a javelin. Yeah. <laughs> that would be good, good, wouldn't it? Yeah. Did you know a Greenland shark lives can live up to four hundred years? Oh, I didn't know. That. Yeah, that's amazing. No. I looked that up. I thought that. Oh, God, is this where you say he comes up and he says, "If Tottenham won anything, yeah, is it?" Is, 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 I, was, I was waiting for the waiting for the punchline. Yeah, very uh, genuinely true. If, can you, I've checked this on Wikipedia, so it must be true. Four hundred years in Arctic waters, but apparently, I mean, one of the things that Steve will be pointing out is that if the Arctic waters warm up, then the the, the typical lifespan of the Greenland shark could be affected. All right. Yes, yeah, so understandably, an ecological aspect. I've just been listening to a very interesting documentary about the return of the. Cape Cod shark, uh, which is really? obviously it's because the seals are back in numbers because they are protected, mm. and they go into shallow water for the seals. And there's been quite a number of great white attacks in the Cape Cod area. So if you're mm. if you're going on holiday, that's why they attack they, people, isn't it? Because they think they, they think you're. Well, a they seal. care with this. That's right. You go into their territory, basically disguised as a seal on a board. And what about and, you know, seal? If he went for a well, swim. I think seals all right. I don't know. If we're getting back on and find out. <laughs> uh, I think we'll leave it there, Mike. It's got <laughs> probably it's all got a bit ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> I thought dog TV was going to be the most ridiculous thing we talked about, Funnily, but it wasn't. No. Sky Nature, 8pm on Sunday night, yeah. yeah? The Tower sounds good as well on Monday. So yeah, the Tower on Monday. And we'll, OK, well, Mike, have a good weekend. Enjoy the game. We'll catch up with you next week. Cheers, guys. Take care. There we are. There's uh, Mike Ward there. Thanks uh, to everybody who got in touch this afternoon. Um, uh, Andy, uh, you, uh, you, um, we're away. You at home? Yes, off to the bridge tomorrow, 3 o'clock. Uh, 3 o'clock kickoff, which is always nice. Who you got? Burnley. Oh, okay. Yeah. They've, they've given you. They've worked you over a few well, times a in the past. Thing they? when we oh, at Turf Moor, we always win about three or four nil. But yeah. they always turn up at the bridge, and they'll it's make a good it, result last week. They had a good result last week. They come off a good result, and yeah. they'll make it difficult for Chelsea. And Chelsea yeah. still got a few injuries. So, but you know, you'd imagine if Chelsea play well, they'll win the game. Indeed, the Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. Well, there we are. That was this afternoon's show. Where we'll do it all again on Monday when we'll pour over the weekend's results. Yeah, it's gonna be exciting. And then it's an international break Andy so we'll have all sorts of less exciting le- ridiculous stories as we build up to a, a couple of England World Cup qualifiers oh, indeed Scotland Wales Northern Ireland and the Republic uh, have a great weekend enjoy all the football we'll catch up with you on Monday you've been listening to the Hawksby and Jacobs daily podcast hear the guys every weekday between 1 and 4 p.m. on talk sport small details are big surfaces tight corners are odd shapes flat rounded, textured, or tall. Whatever your next project, there's a spray paint pattern that's just right. Because Rust-Oleum's new Custom Spray 5-in-1 gives you control with five different spray patterns. So you can tackle nooks, crannies, edges, and curves without worrying about drips, runs, uneven coverage, or anything else. Custom Spray 5-in-1. Only from Rust-Oleum. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.